This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And I'm Mina, and we're from Tangata Tumutu Trust. And you're listening to Pallyhood! <laughs> <laughs> Warm Pacific greetings and a massive kia ora to each and every one of you. I whatever corner of this globe you're tuning in from, I'd like to welcome you to the Polyhood Show. You're here with Sam and Sefa here to take you into the weekend. Uh, Sefa, ke te pai, Sam. Ke te pai. I'm well, thank you very much. Thank you for asking. And uh, yes, happy... Um, te wiki o te reo, reo Māori week. Yes, te wiki o te reo Māori. Um, which is awesome. Uh, mm. I, lo- I love the new initiatives, the Maori moments thing going on. I love the news reporters like talking Maori. That's cool, yeah. man. Even the um, the uh, even like the sports teams I've seen uh, at the end, like post match uh, interviews. Uh, the players have been talking in, in Maori, and I just can't. I, I, I'm sitting here imagining you remember those people that would you know email into um, or complain about oh why are you using um, Aotearoa this is New Zealand you know mm-hmm. those are the people I'm just thinking man there's so much like everyone's embracing it now you know even in my workplace uh, everywhere I turned I've um, got the literal uh, multi translation of uh, you know the room you know the staff room this is the such and such room or the common room and um, yeah I, I love the initiatives that um, as you speak of and the ones that uh, are here at work as well yeah I, I seriously <clears throat> don't get people who push back you know how they're mm. like you know there'll be um, like uh, TVNZ will share something on Facebook and they'll come underneath saying like, oh stop trying to push it down our throats and stuff like that but I'm like how do you feel so oppressed that like it's not pushed on you; it's just encouraged. Yeah, you don't have to say for the rest of your life. You don't need to say any to the Maori. Like you're not forced to. Like that's yeah, not a it's not a requirement for you to live here in New Zealand mm. to speak to them. It's yeah. just encouraged. It was like um, this is nothing to the Maori, but it's like uh, I think the Edge ran like a show. Did you um, like a competition? Did you see that? Where they ran a competition uh, to Rarotonga? Yeah, no. Nah. They ran a competition to Rarotonga and um, they said that the competition was uh, for people that are vaccinated only. So only mm. vaccinated people could enter it. And people, <laughs> you know, they rang in and complained of that. But um, Rarotonga set their own rules saying that if you're not vaccinated, you cannot enter the country. Um, hence why they made it, you know, only vaccinated people could enter the competition. But yeah, even if even if you didn't have it, you could be like, okay, well, I don't have the vaccinations, so I'll just carry on with my life, you know. 
exactly. Just oh my gosh, weirdos need to just calm down. Mm. Calm, lalo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on to this week's upu of the week, which is Sam. This week's upu is. I hope I get this one right. Tau matafa ka tangi hanga ko awau tamate a po kaife nua ki tanatahu. Yeah. So that is the longest Māori word, uh, uh, longest word in the Māori language, and it is 85 characters. Um, it is a name of a place near Hawke's Bay, and it is, uh, let me find this, it is, its literal translation in English means the place where Tamati, the man with the big knees who slid, climbed, and swallowed mountains, known as Land Eater, played his flute to his loved ones. Um, locals simply call it um, Taumata Hill. So it's the name of a hill, <laughs> but it's 85 characters long. Um, let me try and hit that word one more time for you guys. Go, yes. Tauma, tauma, sorry, taumata, oh, taumata, fuck, oh my gosh, I can't anymore, I've lost it, it. I've lost it, it. you you got it so well, just before, oh no, that's absolutely, let me get it, let me get it, let me get it, one more go, one more go, Oh, yes, wow. that's a tongue to stop. That is a there tongue to stop. Well done. That's awesome. Uh, yes, happy Tereo Māori, Tiwiki or Tereo Māori Language Week. Uh, we hope you embrace this. We hope you use some Tereo in your vocab. Pretty easy, too. Hmm. Pretty easy when you call it all. Um, while you're at work in your hui's meetings. Hmm. Uh, yeah, pretty easy to now, and I enjoy it. One That's of my favourite words is kai, so <laughs> yeah, kai is food. Kai moana, <laughs> yes. Yes, kai means food. Uh, on today's on today's chat, we're going to just go through a couple of, um, as Sam said, he just basically, uh, well, he um, said the longest word in the Māori te reo vocabulary, and uh, what it means. So on today's chat, we're just going to fire through a couple of like uh, Maori origin stories in New Zealand. Mm. So legends. like uh, yeah, legends, myths. Um, some of them to do with Maori, some to do with other um, creation gods of the Maori mythology. But yeah, that's what we'll be talking about after this. To Hot 
Welcome back, everyone. Uh, as Sam and I were speaking about before, it's Tebiko Te Reo Māori, and we wanted to celebrate that by going through a couple of uh, legends, myths, creation origins from Māori mythology. Uh, and most of them, really, we know the most famous uh, Māori deity, and that is uh, Maui. Probably even more famous now because of the Disney movie Moana. Uh, and, yeah, we'll... we'll We'll rattle these off and um, yeah, hope you learned something from them as we did. So first one that I want to talk about is probably a really famous one already, you might already know, and that's uh, Maui fishing up the North Island. So if you didn't, if you didn't know, um, the South Island is what they refer to as Maui and his brother's canoe and the North Island is the fish. So again, it's most of the, one, the most renowned, one of the most renowned Maori legends Um and Maui fished up the North Island, which is kind of shaped like a fish, mm. uh, using a jawbone, using a jawbone uh, of, a, of another fish to haul up, um, to haul up the North Island from the South, from South Island, which was his canoe. And uh, Little Stewart Island was the the anchor. So yeah, is uh, that one, Sam? Second one we have here is um, the story of Tane separating the earth and the sky. Uh, in this married to in this Maori tradition, uh, Tane is the originator of human life and the world as we know it. Uh, he is given various names in accordance with the different roles he has played in local legends. And the most common story involving Tane, however, was his feat in separating his parents, Ranginui, the sky father, and Papa. 
Tuonuku, Earth Mother, from the tight embrace that enveloped the world in darkness. Uh, reading these now, I remember uh, some of these stories growing up from when I was in primary school. So it's it's definitely um, definitely reminiscing on some of these stories. Yeah, Tane being the originator of human life. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the next one here is Tafiri Matia, the god of weather. So Tafiri Matia was another son of Ranganui and Papatuanuku, who is Mother Earth. And the only he was the only one that was against separating his parents. Um, in mm. his anger, he sent his children, the four winds and the clouds, to wreak hev- havoc on the earth with bouts of rain and thunderstorms. Of course, thunderstorms. <laughs> Tane's forests were destroyed in the process, but in the end, uh, Tua the god of the people, was able to defeat his spiteful siblings. So, uh, Tafiri Matia was kind of the, uh, the the black sheep mm. of the kids. Or or the siblings, I'd say. Some of these are like reminiscent of even uh, Greek gods or uh, Greek mythology. Mm, Yeah. Mm. Uh, The next one we have here is uh, the legend of of the Tanifa. And uh, myself and Joe, we actually played for a rugby team in New Brighton where the Tanifa was. Am I I correct in saying that? (laughs) Yeah. We played for a rugby team in New Brighton called the New Brighton Tanifa. Yeah. yeah, the Tanifa, um, they are supernatural creatures. Um, I was definitely supernatural, but uh, Joe was more the creature. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, they feature prominently in uh, Māori legends. Some are akin to giant lizards, and others are more reptile-like, and some even take the shape of sharks and whales. Uh, even today, some Māori believe the existence of these creatures, especially within rivers and waterways. One of the most famous Tanifa is tu, Tuhirangi Kupe's Tuhirangi Kupe, uh, Kupe's garden as he explored the Cook Strait and became the first Polynesian to reach New Zealand shores. So uh, if you ever see the word Tanifa, or there's another word for you guys, Tanifa, uh, that translates into uh, a supernatural creature or a monster. Mm. Yeah, I always picture Tanifa like... As um, like, like a sea serpent, sea serpent. Yeah, that's the way I've always seen it. Yeah, in terms of, in terms of imagery, yeah, like a big eel. Mm. Yeah. Um, next one here is Mangoroa, the shark that formed the Milky Way. Uh, sharks in Polynesian tradition are viewed as guardian spirits. Maori mythology also follows this notion and. And Te Manganoa is probably the most famous of its tales. Legend has it that Maui placed the shark Manganoa high up in the sky, thus forming what we know as the Milky Way. And um, you can actually, uh, there's a good, like, you can kind of view the shape of the shark um, from, like, the place called Castle Hill Village in Canterbury, which isn't too, yeah, which isn't a, that far of a drive from for us. But you can see the outline of a shark, oh, which is the Milky Way. Um, yeah, it actually looks pretty nice. Yeah, uh, Milky Way is does look a, 
a little bit like a, a shark. I can see where they yeah. uh, get that one from. Uh, next story we have here is the Nga Tori Toro Irangi and his sisters. Uh, the people of Ngati Tu Faritoa and Iwi tribe in the central North Island have their own set of stories to explain the creation of the area's famous mud pools, geysers, and volcanic uh, plateaus. Uh, oral tradition tells us that the high priests Nga Torirangi and the sisters Te Huata and Te Pupu brought fire to New Zealand from Hawaii, the ancestral homeland. On his inland travels, the high priest first discovered Tauponui Atia, or simply Taupo, as he delved further into Wanetapu next to modern-day Turangi. Uh, he was faced with extremely cold weather conditions, extreme, uh, ultimately calling out to his sisters to come in the form of fire under the earth, forming the geothermal wonders we know today. Mm. And uh, I've been to those those geysers and things. They're pretty. Uh, they are awesome to see. Uh, have, have you been to? Um, Oh no, I'm forgetting the name now because we're going we're, we're going through the legends, but I, I'll I'll bring it up anyway next time around. But I wanted to end on this one, the Battle of the Mountains, since we New Zealand is known because of Lord of the Rings, <laughs> the mm. about the, for the Southern Alps and and the the mountains that we have here. Uh, but this one's called the Battle of the Mountains. One of the main legends surrounding the formation of New Zealand's mountains claims that warfare was the ultimate decider in their positioning. When the earth was in its infancy, four mountain warriors, Tongarariro, oh, Tongariro, Taranaki, Tauhara, and Putauaki fought for the affections of maiden mountain Pihanga. Uh, and Tongariro won out the won out in the end. He he was the victorious warrior, and defeated the other mountains who went their separate ways. So that's how we have um, different mountain peaks at different places. Mount Taranaki as well, yeah, um, which is cool to to read and and learn different um, legends of how New Zealand was formed. Mm. And, you know, like. These creation myths are similar to ones that we have in Samoa. Like we've got different creation myths of how we got the coconut, how um, like the the giant's footprints, mussels' footprints. Uh, it's interesting to see how these stories that like, would have been told like thousands of years ago, yeah, uh, have lasted to today. Isn't being the person that. First told these stories. Yeah. And he's still being told. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, that's from us. You can find more of these Maori legends definitely online or from local bookstores. The um me and Sam were having a a read through some of them. And the like the ones that I definitely remember school from school was the uh, how Maui slowed down the sun. And you were just saying how you remembered the one where Maui um got fire and brought it to the people eh? yeah uh, his grandmother uh, gave him um, her fingernails which were made out of fire and uh, he kept playing around with them and 
you know, and the, the fingernail would extinguish and he'd go back and try and get another fingernail. And it got to the point where the grandmother ran out of fingernails and she ended up, um, yeah, throwing, I think, her last fingernail at him, but I think it ended up landing on earth or, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the cool stories that you should read and, and, and get the books of. Yeah, I love those stories when I was in school. I actually, like, I have not seen them since primary school. But mm. I clearly can see like the pictures and the drawings in my head, like right now as we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, that's it for today. Join us back after this. very much everyone for joining us on today's show um well done to sam for getting that massive long um 
I, I wouldn't try them <laughs> myself, <laughs> but getting the the place, the place name, uh, getting that rolling off the tongue. Uh, definitely had to practice a couple of times. <laughs> and it's nice um, going through a couple of those legends and also remembering ones that we learned back in uh, primary school, mm. which was fun. Uh, we wish our sports teams a good a good weekend. May you succeed. Uh, the All Blacks, our, um, our Aussie cousins as well. Hope they do well against Argentina, Argentina and South Africa. Uh, but anyway, we want you to enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, enjoy, hmm, enjoy the next week coming into hopefully level one. Mm. Fingers crossed. But yeah, from Sam and I, have an awesome weekend. Kakite ano Hood. Was Polyhood proudly sponsored by Tangata Atumotu Trust? To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz.